Have you ever found yourself feeling out of control and overwhelmed with all the chaos in the world? As mothers, we're dealing with some pretty heavy stuff. Joyfully Prepared guides and reassures mothers that they can create a home of love, unity, and laughter, as well as produce an atmosphere of resourcefulness and resilience. I know a lot about a few things and a little about a lot of things. I'm your host, Wendy Bergen, and this is the Joyfully Prepared podcast. Joyfully Prepared Podcast. Thanks for joining today. I'm very excited to introduce you to my guest today. Welcome, Kent and Amy Bowler. Thank you. We are so excited to be here. We Wonderful. are excited to be here. Thanks for having us. You're welcome. I'm really glad that you could be here. So let me get, tell you guys a little bit more about them. Kent and Amy Bowler help families to solidly connect to God and know with surety who they are as God's children so that they choose to stand up and live with God's power and strength as his modern day hero. They have been training parents how to work effectively with their youth for over a decade and have been mentoring and coaching youth for 25 years. They have seven heroes of their own, six grandchildren and have been homeschooling from the beginning of time. With revolutionary families, they highlight powerful paradigms and simple solutions that they have put to the test to help families create a home that is a sanctuary from a troubled world, a place where children feel safe, trusted, and loved, a place where they learn to step into their genius, to take on real responsibility, and to stand in their greatness as they make a meaningful difference for good in the world. In short, they help parents to raise heroes. Ah, that's wonderful. <laughs> you guys are doing fantastic work. Oh, uh, thanks, we need Wendy. So much, yeah, we need so much of this in the world. So um, my first question to you guys is, you, I mean, in your bio, you talk about the troubled world. Yeah. And um, I want to focus on moms today. I yeah. want to talk about the the responsibility, the the stress that moms are feeling, and especially those moms who have teenagers who are starting their evolution into their own person. And, yes. and, and that can be a bit, well, it's quite stressful for some of us mothers. Yeah. So I wanted to ask you guys, what activities or ways can mothers with teens stay connected to them? Such a great question, Wendy. And we have we totally feel that we actually have um, currently two teenagers in our home and, but we've all, we've gone through six of our seven kids have been, we just have one who's not a teenager yet, but all the other six. So we've been there, we understand. And, and I think, I think just to give a little bit of encouragement to moms out there, We've been doing this a long time. Our oldest is 30 right now, and it is so much harder today. We were just talking about this. It's so much harder today than it was when our first child was a teenager. It, the world is harder. And so, so if it's hard for you, know that you're not alone and that you are facing one of the hardest times to raise teenagers that, that there's been. And so, and so you're up against, against a challenge. And so just even being listening to this podcast today, looking for solutions, that's that you're in the right place. And it speaks volumes about who you are and the kind of mother that you are. And so hats off to you for being such a wonderful person and a wonderful mother. Yeah. 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 So we have, we have a, 
cool thing that we call the toddler effect that we'd love to share as helping moms. Um, so I think we all know if you have a teenager, then you've had a toddler before and, <laughs> and you've probably heard the fact that they're somewhat similar. So if you take yourself back to toddler years, when they're first learning how to walk, this is like, it's one of the funnest times. I mean, you think about this little baby who's transitioning from being a baby to now becoming this little human who can walk and in, and in a lot of ways be independent because they have, they don't need to rely on their parents to bring them places, but now they can go themselves. But that process, when they learn to walk, it's so cool because we're so excited as parents, we can't wait to help them. They start to do some things on their own, kind of pull themselves up. And, you know, sometimes they might just stand up in the middle of the room and you, you know, we're ecstatic, right? There's never a time when this happens that you're like, oh my goodness, you just fell down. How could you little toddler? You, you just don't. You're so thrilled for them and you're excited. And, and in fact, usually we, we're in a position where our arms are open wide to them. And we have the biggest smile. If someone took a picture of us, you would probably be embarrassed because you like you're smiling bigger than you could even <laughs> think that you could because you just want your child to succeed so much. And I, I love how, how we, we talk about that. There's no doubt in your mind that they're going to succeed. You know, even though right now all they can do is pull themselves up on the couch, you know they're going to learn to walk. You just believe in them. And then they fall down on their diaper bum. And even when they fall down, you cheer. You literally clap your hands together. You cheer because you know it. that's just a part of it. And, and that, you know, that's the process. And they finally get to that day where they take the step. You're just as excited as the day they fell down on their bum. You just, it's just a part of it. And so you, you believe in them and you know, it's going to happen and it does, but then they become toddlers and, and, <laughs> and some, you know, sorry, they become toddlers, they become teenagers. Right. So right. somewhere in that process, they become teenagers, you know, 10 years later, and now they're trying things out. They're taking a step mm -hmm. and they're falling down. They've never been a teenager before. Right. They've never tried to interact um, with a parent who doesn't like them, who's their neighbor's mm -hmm. friend. You know, we don't know. They've never dealt with schoolwork that's harder. They've never yeah. had a pandemic as a 12-year-old. I mean, they've, they're facing new things just like a toddler is, and they are learning to become a teenager and to become, it's really the process of learning to become an adult. And yet as parents, so often when they're going through this, we we're not cheering. They mm. fall down. It's not nearly as cute as when a toddler falls down and, and they fall down and we are on our, you know, we're, we're trying to be encouraging. We're doing our best, but it's, it's hard. It's discouraging. Oh, you cleaned your room last week. Why can't you clean it this week? I yeah. know you can. You you were nice to your little sister yesterday. Why would you say something mean today? No, they, we just, we don't have the same kind of enthusiasm that we had when they were toddlers. But that is what we found to be this incredible secret, that if we can switch that paradigm and see them as toddler teenagers, 
Mm -hmm. and have that sense of excitement and know that this is part of the process and it's a good part of the process that they can, that they're going to become these amazing people. And, and that that's our, that's our secret weapon as, as moms, if we can keep that positive outlook and positive attitude toward what they're doing, not just the good steps they take, but also the falling down. If we can maintain this vision that they're going to do it, we know they're going to make it that if we can have that, they will have so much more success. That's so beautiful. I'm, I'm thinking about my teenager right now. And like you said, like you were nice to her yesterday. Yeah. What happened? <laughs> and, but you're right though. The fact that they are progressing and they're having these, cause they're fighting with their own energy and personality yeah. and the expectations of their parents and the world. And Oh, so much going on inside of them and yeah. the mom we and I it goes back to what you're saying too we we made it through the teenage years and we're <laughs> yeah. we produced people who right. are going to make it right but we we made it so it's easy for us to say yeah you can do this thing but you're right it's hard for them because they don't know what those steps look like and and we don't know a lot of times when they do fall on their bum either because yeah. they keep so much to themselves right that's true yeah yeah yeah. You know, going back to your question about how do we connect mm-hmm. uh, as parents, as humans, <laughs> as people that play on this planet or going through <laughs> life, yeah, we, we experience this thing that psychology has labeled the negativity effect. Mm. And it's kind of the opposite of the toddler effect. It's also called negativity bias. Okay. And, and that stems from the way that our brain works. So our brain is more specifically, it's how our limbic brain works, okay. mm-hmm. the primitive part of our brain, uh, the animal part of our brain. And that, that part of the brain is focused on keeping us safe. And so it's, it's always looking out for all the things out there that yeah. might be a threat to us or that we need to be afraid of or watch out for. And and so that, that programming in our brain is so strong that we see negative things 10 times more than we do the positive. Oh. And so as parents, it's, we, we kind of lose sight of what our teenagers are going through. And we lose sight of the fact that they are still toddlers. They're still practicing. They're still figuring things out. It's their, just like Amy was saying, it's, the, it's their first time going through this. And so we have this natural instinctual response that when they do something poorly, make a mistake or just forget or whatever it is, right? We have this reaction where we're expressing that disappointment and, and that kills connection. Yeah. That kills connection. And so what we want to do is, is focus on the positive and, and reframe or reset our expectations it's not fair for us to expect them to be perfect. It's not fair for us to expect them to be an amazing adult. It's not fair for them. It's not fair for me to expect my son to handle himself better than I do. (laughs) Right. Which is seriously what happens sometimes. And that's not fair. That's true. And so if we can reframe that expectation and put it back to the space of they're practicing, they're just figuring this out. This is their first time they're doing the best they know how, like Brene Brown talks about, then it, uh, it, it puts us back in that frame of mind where when they fall down, when they make that mistake, 
we're cheering. We're excited for them because we know that's how they're going to learn. That's how they progress. Mm-hmm. And then, then that allows our hearts to be soft towards our children and to have a real connection. And they feel that from us. Yeah. And that doesn't mean we have to literally cheer when they fail a test or they right. yell at their little brother, brother, but, but inside our heart, we can be saying, you know, this is okay. This is part of their learning journey mm-hmm. and out loud to them. We can then say, it's all right. We understand. Mm-hmm. I make mistakes too. I fall down. And, and the, the important part is let's get back up. How right. can I help you get back up again? Right. And that is the connection. And that's where they know you're on their side. Mm-hmm. You're their advocate. You're on their team. We are as moms, we're their biggest they're biggest advocates and yeah. they need us and we want to be there. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I, I appreciate, I love this, the toddler effect. I like that idea. I, I, I love what you said, Kent, about how um, this criticism kills their connection. I think that, is that kind of what you said was something mm-hmm, along those totally, lines? Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's true when, when they feel that animosity from us, the last thing they want to do is, you know, let's snuggle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For sure. <laughs> no, I don't think so, mom. So mm. I, I really appreciate your insight and, and the way that you explained it and, and the fact that you guys have all these kids and now grandkids and have worked with the youth that, you know, you really are experts in this. And um, I just, I really appreciate you guys coming on. And I wanted to ask you too, for you to explain just a little bit about what you do, your, what your business is. Oh yeah. We have a company called revolutionary families and our purpose there is to enable parents to change the way that they think about this whole thing with respect to families. Perfect. And so we actually have a six step framework that's super powerful. That's been proven over and over again, that, that walks you through by hand, you know, holding you by the hand through these steps to really change the way that you see your child, the way that you see your family, the way that we see each other. Mm-hmm. These principles principles apply in all relationships. And so it's just really fun to, to teach those principles and to change homes, to change families mm-hmm. where there is that strong connection, where, where there is real love, regardless of what happens, regardless of the mistakes knowing full well that we're going to fall, fall down on our, on our diaper bums uh, as parents too. Yeah. Right. And, and that we pick ourselves back up and we're support and strength to each other and love each other. And it's, it's a peaceful, beautiful place where we live. Yeah. Yeah. And lots of, lots of practical tools to help implement that, to increase those connections, to help us to connect our teenagers to God and to each other and to our family strengthening work on strengthening the teenager, but also strengthening the parent and then the Mm -hmm. family as a whole. So we've got a revolutionary families university where we have a weekly workshops and book discussions, just incredible learning going on there. And then we also have podcasts and love to speak to life groups too. So it's just been a great blessing for for lots of people. Wonderful. So tell me, or well, not just me, but tell everybody where they can find you. Awesome. Revolutionaryfamilies.com is one site. And then we have a challenge that's coming up shortly that might be fun for your listeners. Uh And that is the ultimate family connection.com. 
you can find Ultimate that there. Ultimatefamilyconnection.com. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, for those of you who are listening, um, you can find all this information, all the different links for everything in the show notes as well. Just click on that. And I just wanted again to say thank you to Kent and Amy for coming on and sharing with us their expertise and their love of mothers and their youth. Thanks, Wendy. Wendy. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to Joyfully Prepared. I'm grateful for you and appreciate you inviting me into your life. Please subscribe and tell all your friends about this delightful podcast. Leaving a joyful review would earn you all sorts of karma points too. I invite you to join my free Facebook group at www.joyfulprepgroup.com and join with other like-minded mothers.